Hey, Amber, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I feel safe in that I'm not a predator, so you won't destroy me over the Zoom call. So <laughs> awesome. we'll hey, see. Uh, I talked to Wes Studi maybe a month or two ago. He, he feels like we're in a golden age of native cinema. And now with, with Prey and with Reservation Dogs and other projects, I wonder if you have any feelings about that. I mean, I, I love that. I love that he said that. I think that's amazing. And, um, you know, my hopes are that we're just, I think the way that I feel about it is that I feel like it's just starting. I think that shows like Reservation Dogs and movies like Prey are kind of the, you know, the beginning of what I see is as an open door of many, many opportunities for indigenous artists, actors, storytellers, filmmakers, you know, what, what have you, um, to be able to, you know, have opportunities and be seen for truly what we're capable of. So I think that, you know, the way that I feel and what I'm seeing happen and what I hope for is that there's just infinitely more to come. What's your admiration level for, for the show Reservation Dogs? What is the highest admiration level? <laughs> Whatever that is, that's where it's at. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that like Reservation Dogs is just in so many ways, like a masterpiece of what, of what it's doing. And like in representing Native people, you know, in a way that like feels honest and it's like funny and it's heartbreaking and it's like relatable and it shows us in ways that it's like we don't ever get shown and it's from people who are so uh like worthy of the trust to 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 tell those stories and to do that you know like Sterling and like Tazba and you know Bobby and Migazi and Dallas and all those people it's like everyone is so, you know, like I was there, I was with them and it's like, everyone is so um, kind and, and all the cast, it's like everybody puts their full heart into this show. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, it's just when you feel it, it's like 20 minutes or 25 minutes becomes like, it, like a transformative experience as well as like, it is never enough time. So I feel like, you know, with a show like this, I, I'm so proud as a native person that it exists. And, you know, to have been in this episode, I'm proud in that sense that I could just like be a part of it. I feel really grateful. You want to talk about the job your mother did in casting the show? I mean, it, it seems to be uh, uh, roundly proud of the cast that she put, to, put together here. Yeah, I think that they're amazing. I mean, you know, she went with Sterling to, to Oklahoma and they, you know, had open calls for, I mean, I don't remember how long this was like, you know, a couple of years ago now, but it was just like, they were out there every single day and like meeting people and, and people who are in the show now, you know, I know that like, that's where they found Elva. And, um, but also not just there, it was like, ev you know, everywhere, like DeFerro and, um, and Pauline are, you know, from Canada and every mm -hmm. is also from Canada. She's been in it for a while. And like, I feel like every character is truly like every actor, I, I can't imagine anybody else playing that character you know I feel like they're so well suited and what they bring is just so amazing and like for me to get to see it and like see them at work um was like I was like geeking out because it's so cool because like I as much as I you know like know these people or know some of them it's like mm -hmm. I'm also just a huge fan of the show so to see it I think was you know was amazing and that's also like Sterling and everybody else who was you know like 
the effort of making the choices. Like, I think my mom did a great job finding them. I think that everybody else did a great job at, you know, placing them and deciding and all the things. So how does it come out that you get to be a guest star on the show? Have you been pestering your mother for a long time to, to be on the show? <laughs> or it just now worked out this way? It is, unfortunately, she does not allow that. Um, that is not the rule. I do not get to do that. Um, no, she, I mean, it was just the conventional way. I got a self-tape from her office um, through my manager and I put myself on tape and then I got a callback and I did a callback with Tazba and then I waited for a while and then Sterling called me and he was like, hey, do you want to come to Oklahoma? And I was like, oh my God, yes, I do. Um, this is just so much fun, you know, like I, I truly would like bring these people coffee if they asked me to come to Tulsa and bring them coffee. So like, you know, soft taping and then like going in and being, you know, like getting to be asked to be on the show is like, that's no question. Was it your first time to be in Oklahoma and to meet the natives from Oklahoma? No, we actually had done, I mean, I've been, I grew up in New Mexico, so I've been to Oklahoma a few times, but um, we actually took a really, really early unfinished cut of prey to Lawton to screen for the Comanches a few mm. months before this. Yeah. So I had been actually just a couple months, I feel like literally maybe like one month before I did Reservation Dogs. I was there um, and we had a screening and that was like really that, I mean, that was a great experience. Well, the timing of this is cool because uh, your profile is very high because of prey and maybe now people will follow you from prey to reservation dogs, knowing they'll get to see you in this as well. Maybe, cool. <laughs> maybe the show benefits from, from you and prey being on top of the world right now. That is so many things that you just said. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I feel like reservation dogs is a great, I feel like the fan base for that is just insane and it's huge. And, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of, of shared people, but I think that's also the cool thing about both of the, both of the projects is I think that they reach fans who, you know, are not just indigenous people or are not just people wanting to look for indigenous stories. Like I think Reservation Dogs is just an incredible show. It's an incredible comedy, um, you know, that that completely just stands on its own regardless of anything else. I think Predator is, you know, it's a Predator movie. It has science fiction fans. It has, you know, like action fans. So sure. um, I think that that's like a part of the, you know, breaking out of, of what indigenous people can do in the world of film and television is like obviously we don't just have to make stories that are centered only around our ethnicity we can really do whatever we want and do it well well uh obviously prey was the most uh, watched premiere ever on hulu and it has like a 93 percent <laughs> approval rating on rotten tomatoes and so much critical acclaim with people uh you know raving about uh, how good it is. I wonder if, if you have a reaction to the reaction. I mean, I feel really excited about it and grateful. I mean, I didn't think a whole lot, honestly, about what would come after the movie came out. I really only thought about um, my own people, my own people responding to it and how, because, you know, to me, that was really everything. It was like, of course, I want everybody to like it and of course I wanted you know people to to feel good about it but really when we were making it and when we were promoting it and like approaching the release all I could think about was how my own people would respond and if people you know if native people would be proud of it or be excited mm -hmm. by it or like it or approve of it and 
um, that's really what like that opinion has meant the most to me. Like I felt like we start there and then we can move on to other things. But that was really my highest concern. That was kind of what my focus was on. So um, when that response felt like there was approval, that was when I really was like oh, sigh of relief. And then everything else kind of everything else kind of flooded my world after that. Sure. For people who see the most recent episode of, of Reservation Dogs, what would you want them to know about your character? I mean, Miss Matriarch is an experience. <laughs> and I think you just have to experience her. I think that that's the most, you know, I think she is, I think she's genuine in what she's doing. I think she really believes in all this stuff. Um, but I think everything, I think throughout the episode, everything you need to know about her, you see. Um, from you know her her background her motives all of the things and yeah I think she's just something that you have to just observe and enjoy. Mm. I think I think we had ten minutes and we got about maybe a minute left so uh, we'll wrap up with this. I'm going to go back to the to the uh, screening in Lawton about that I didn't know about with some it was a screening for the Comanche tribe the Comanche people. How, what was the reaction of that with to the film? That was the first time that like native a native audience who had nothing to do with the movie saw the movie, um, and it was so moving. It was such a moving experience because you know, obviously it's for indigenous people, but it's really about Comanche people. Um, so taking it there, there was a. I, I mean, it was just it was overwhelmingly positive. And that to me was just hugely relieving. Um, and I think that was when I really realized like how emotional it would be, like in a, in a good way. There was a girl, there was like a little, there were a few like kids in the audience and there was one little kid in front of me and she was like watching the movie and I was watching her because they didn't know I was there. So I went there like in secret. So Ooh. I was like in the back of the theater and there was a girl in front of me and I was sitting there, I was like watching everybody watch the movie. And uh, she was like watching and she'd like lean over and talk to her parents and she'd like get scared and cover her eyes. And then at the end of the movie, they did a Q&A and they kind of asked like, cause it was open to notes. The whole point of it was like, what do the Comanche people think about this movie? What can we change? What can we incorporate um, that the people, you know, feel? And at the very end, they were like, oh, by the way, the girl who plays not who's here. So I stood up and she turned around and she looked at me in her chair like this. And she was like, oh. looking at me. And I looked at her and it was just like, it was just like so, and the, there were like so many experiences like that where there was a kid who like said something in the Q&A that just like immediately made me cry. And um, there's a medicine shield in like the opening and there's a little girl like somewhere to the side of us. And she goes, oh, Comanche. And it was like, I'm not, I've like never told this story without crying. All these stories I can't ever tell without crying. But like uh, it, just to like feel that in an audience where you're like, I also come from Plains people. So like to feel that was just like, that was when I really realized like, oh, how much that the experience of like taking the movie around to different communities would like feel, you know, would feel really special. Yeah. Amber, you did great. Thank you so much. And uh, congratulations on Prey and Reservation Dogs. I'm, I look Thank forward you. to see, seeing you in more things. Thank you. Thank you.